Welcome to Two Girls, One Film, a podcast where hosts Lindsay Fang and Annabelle Cohen, amateur film connoisseurs, discuss all sorts of film. Sit tight, relax, enjoy. Okay, hi everyone. Welcome to the eighth episode of our beautiful podcast, two girls one film we've actually been pretty good with being consistent see the thing Mm -hmm. is what i had originally in mind was that we would do one every week but also you know given the amount of work that i've been given recently i don't think that that dream could ever have come into fruition but i think we're doing a pretty good job we get one out at least every two weeks every two weeks Mm -hmm. yeah and your pick this week, I must say, so this week we're doing Suspiria. Would you like to tell yeah. us a little bit about it? Yeah, we're skipping the introduction. Uh, sorry. Oh, oh Intr- yeah. Oh my gosh. We- introduction. No, okay. I mean, we don't have to. We can, we, we can do a little bit of an introduction. Yeah. How, how's your, how have your days been since you got back to school? Um everything's great but the one thing that is really horrible is daylight savings and the fact that it goes dark so early mm. like 4 13 it's like mm. black yeah um, see i disgusting i hate that i have experience with that when i go to school in massachusetts honestly i hate massachusetts. massachusetts so much it's probably my honestly you know what it could be worse i could be going to school in texas or something but massachusetts uh. it's like it just gets dark it snows a lot. No one wants to see it. It's all gray. Everyone there is the same. And yeah, that's it. That's it. It's very, It's it gets very drabby during the winter and I get seasonal depression. So um, I got my vitamin D tablets. I'm fine. I'm fine this winter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You're doing great. You know, some of us don't have that luxury. We're out here struggling. But you know what? I'm not going through that right now. I am living my best mediocre life out here doing virtual school. But it's fine. It's fine. But on the other hand, um, for our listeners, this, the past two days have been a moment in history. temperature was. They've been a moment in history. What? I asked you what the temperature was. Oh. Honestly, it's, like, the best temperature right now. It's around, like, um, uh, 20, 27. Let me yeah. see. 27? Oh, no, 22. 22, 22. Oops. Yeah, honestly, it felt like 27 today because the sun was going crazy. Mm. It really depends on the time of day, but at night, it's the best. But, yeah, like mm. I said, moment in history. The past two days, Donald Trump got voted out of the office out of the united states government and he deserves it um i knew joe biden was gonna win from the beginning because i get my facts Mm -hmm. right i do my research and i'm educated and i don't like donald trump period and he deserves to get out and i hate him and melania good good luck to her i hope I, I best wishes to her. She did not ask for this. She did not ask to be first lady. And she still went through with it anyway. She thought Donald was going to be dead by this point. But no, you know? In fact, she's really a prisoner. She's a prisoner. Save Melania and save Baron. True. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's so just her. a little bit of an update. Because I feel like when we do our podcast, they're kind of like historical capsules you know we could be primary sources for bitches in 20 in 2200 we could be we could be primary sources people people could be listening to our podcast like oh this is what they're saying and they could be writing a whole research essay on this so you know just recording these little moments are great for us um, Did you find out when you woke up, or were you awake? I was awake, sir. I My yeah. sleep schedule... See, the thing is, I like to sleep early. I used to have, like, points in the night where I would start to, like, get... I don't know. I would start to get worried. Like, at around 12, I'd be like, oh, no. Time to go to bed. 
But recently, it's like, I'm up at like two, three, and I don't, I, I have no control over it. I'm just out here on YouTube watching these Among Us videos, and I'm like, I don't even play Among Us. I just watch them play. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, what's your color? But you don't oh, you know play. what? I, no, I play occasionally. I'm, I'm dark blue. That's my oh, color. Okay. What's your color? Orange. Um, okay. You know what? We kind of, we actually, you know what? We compliment each other. That's the, those are the podcast colors. My my name is just Lindsay. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, my name is Thyroid. Oh, wow. See, my brother's name, my brother's name is Cabbage Man. Oh, that's cute. He, his, um, Gmail. If you want to email my brother... Um, he's oh around 13 years old. <laughs> I, I, part of his email is Imagine Cabbage. So. Imagine Cabbage. I'm yep. I'm busy. The apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Whoa. No? No. I'm breaking down. I'm feeling in my oh, bones. Stop. Stop the Welcome Imagine to the Dragons. To the new age. Welcome to the new age. That to used to be kind of a bop. Whoa. Whoa. Radioactive. Radioactive. Oh, I, okay. I had like a heavy heavy like remember back in 2014 when everyone's music yeah. taste was the same well it's still kind of the same now but literally my whole playlist was like edm just like a lot electric sort of very pop oh, i think you told me this yeah i i have i have told you this but it's literally i don't know it, it really does scar me at this point because i'm like wow my music really was a lot. It was, it was. Zed, the Chainsmokers. Remember them? Back in 2016. They went crazy. No, I don't know that one. No. I listened oh to Oh my it. gosh, fun fact. Mm-hmm. In year six, we had this poetry club where we would read poems. Mm hmm. Obviously, that was interesting. Um, and my teacher was like, let's spice it up. Let's do some, like, spoken word songs. So we spoke the lyrics of Imagine Dragons, Demons. <gasps> like, Why is that kind of dramatic? Demons? so weird. Demons is, like, Demons was, like, the ultimate sad song of the time. It's like, it's like Frank Ocean of 2016. And the cards all fold. And the saints we see are all made of gold. I don't even want to continue. I can't. Yeah, I want to hide the truth. I want to shelter you. Okay, anyways. There's nowhere we can hide. Bro, this is coming back to me so fast. There's this part of my mind where I've tried to shut off. That 2016 era where it was all mustaches, galaxy I prints. I said that yesterday to my friend. Mm-hmm. I was like, that period of time when you had Bruh. mustaches on your shirt and then like those jeans that have like lots of like rings. Why, why did everyone have that face? I literally, everyone had those mustache things. It was like all and, those like, Tumblr like coffees. Horizontal stripes. The alien. Stripes. Remember the alien? Oh my god, the alien, mm-hmm. like the grey shirt and the, the mm-hmm. blue, black, mm-hmm. black, what's it? That shit was in. I just... I honestly, rimmed. I think I had that shirt. I I think I had it. I don't know. Guilty, I guess. I got an eagle shirt, like... Oh. Well, not really. I thought it was eagle. It was like horizontal black and white stripes and with the yellow, um, what is it, seams. And I was oh, like, oh, wow. so cool. <laughs> No, I used to think I was fire, too. I was, like, back when I had my um, statement t-shirt fashion phase, um, that that was a lot. I was, like, I was doing the most. Honestly, I was just annoying. Like, I'm sorry people had to see me wearing those. 
period. They were all ugly. Run like Ryan Gosling is at the finish line. Mm-hmm. They were all saying the most. And for what? I was I was that annoying bitch. That really. I'm over it. I'm over it. But yes, I think why don't we get right through to Suspiria. You know, speaking of horror. You know, because that was a horror speaking in my lifetime. Horror, yeah. yeah. Speaking oh. of horrible things. Oh, for sure. For sure. But yes, um, just a little bit okay. about Suspiria. You, you, introdu- you introduce it. Okay, so this week, the main focus of this podcast is Suspiria. This is not the Luca Guadagnino 2018 remake, mm-hmm. but the original, a 1977 horror mystery film directed by Dario Argento. Um, Basically, the story revolves around Susie Banyan, an American dancer who goes to um, the Tanz Academy in Germany, a ballet school, and she makes um, she makes friends with this one girl who tells her all about this, um, the conspiracies about the ballet school, um, and it becomes like a mystery of what are the teachers at this ballet school hiding mm-hmm. and why the the spree of murders linked to the school mm-hmm. and it's yeah i really enjoyed it i will say i will say i'm not a horror person myself to be honest mm. i i don't know i feel like most horror movies they don't have i like movies that are more warm you know, have a little, little more of like feeling and substance of mm-hmm. them. Not just this has a different type of substance, I guess. But horror, I don't know. And also, I'm I'm more of the type to get like icked out by things. You know, this one was all right because everything was so obviously fake, like all yeah, the effects. Genuine. That, that's why I was okay with watching it. Yeah. But I will say this one kind of added a little more. Um, compared to other horror movies I've watched. Um, I, I guess I like the mystery element of it. It's something mm-hmm. to follow, you know? Something other than just the scary sus- scary things to kind of keep you going. So I guess I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, was it my type of film? I don't think so. What, mm-hmm. But I also like to be open to seeing different things, you know? I feel like I box myself in a lot when I choose movies that I want to watch because I know exactly what I like, I guess, and I just kind of go in that direction and stay in that box. So this was an interesting mm-hmm. experience. I've never seen anything like it, I will say. I thought that, um, well, basically, the <laughs> like, two days ago, I was watching lots of videos of SNL mm-hmm. and they did a video of a spoof it's like if Wes Anderson directed a horror movie mm-hmm. and I was like wait this is like kind of like exactly what it is like I'm not I'm not trying to like compare Dario Argento mm-hmm. to um Wes Anderson but like at times I was like so like oh my god this visual language and the color and like the mm-hmm. um the props and like all the settings. I was like, I forgot you're, I was watching a horror movie because you're so gorgeous. You're actually like, right. I actually totally mm-hmm. agree now that you kind of brought up that comparison. Because one of the points, see, I have like very few notes because I only started writing them like halfway through. Oh, you can't even see them because of my screen. But basically, one of them was just like how much I enjoyed the visual aspect and how um, how the sets were built. Like, at the time, you know, clear, clearly things aren't very advanced in the 70s, you know, but also I feel like for that time period, they did a really good job with creating this sort of whimsical experience for the audience because it doesn't feel real, yeah, you know. very whimsical. Like, mm-hmm. at some point, I was like, is this, like, a satire? Because it's, like, so... Mm-hmm. Like, literally, okay, so maybe the audience hasn't watched this, but, like, all of the scenes where there is blood, it's obviously some sort of, like paint because it's like mm-hmm. not the color of blood it's like sort of pinkish mm-hmm. and like that makes it not so abrasive mm-hmm. and like um like there's a scene where um a man is being mauled by a dog but mm-hmm. you can tell it's a hand in a puppet like, yeah eating mm-hmm. it and i was like this is like such 
it like it literally screams satire to me even though it might not be mm-hmm. yeah i i kind of see that i think part of that is also just like the limits to visual effects at that time because yeah you know now everyone has cgi everything is so much more advanced they can make everything look real but also i don't know i think it kind of adds to the creativity of all of this because i don't know even though if it didn't look real like it still kind of had that sort of um same kind of visceral effect like i wasn't as Mm. scared but it still kind of hit you know because a lot was going on you know um i think and just i don't know i think the set added to everything because the set was kind of like ominous feeling but it was also super colorful and it just you know it i don't think any of this it's not it's not like a real world setting it's supposed to take you to like this altered mental state where you're like oh where are we it kind of felt like alice in wonderland a little bit Hmm. you know and i don't know i feel like when i was watching it i just wasn't really grounded in it because it didn't feel real at all and kind of in a good way it just felt like a different dimension, you know. Wait, let's let's go through it. Let's talk about the first, um, the first few scenes, and then the murder scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, it's we're first introduced to Susie Banyan getting off the plane, mm-hmm. and it's um, I don't know, it's pathetic fallacy, but like it's raining, um, and she is like worried. She's trying to get to the Tarns Academy, mm-hmm. and she's trying to haul a cab. And she gets soaked, and the visuals when she's in the taxi, I was like, please, this is too much for me. This is like gorgeous. This is like amazing. Everything I love, and I just would like to recreate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then she arrives at the. Oh my god! Sorry, the amount of red in this film. Mm-hmm. The yes, Tons Academy, the huge doors, such beautiful geomet- geometric shapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah see in um, this sense it kind of reminded me of the blue movie the three colors blue movie that we talked about previously I watched red. Oh, mm. mm-hmm. yeah see because color is a very central part to this film it adds yeah. a lot it's like it's very atmospheric every scene it's red is an ominous color red is red signals it's very in your face and it's like yeah. a lot, but it works with what they're trying to do. And also adding to all of this is the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack is not oh, pleasant. Please, the soundtrack is out of this world. Like Yeah. It's it, not pleasant, it, but it, it really sense. it really works. That's what I'll say. And that's Will you be listening to it after you watch the movie? Like you said you went for skate kitchen? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Honestly, Good Time Good Time soundtrack was definitely also anxiety-inducing, but I would listen to it out of this. But this one, this one might just be a little too this much. Is different. You know, when I'm walking down the, the street. The soundtrack yeah. was um, made by, score was composed by Pog, Prog Rock Group Goblin. Prog Rock Goblin? That's a terrible Goblin. name. I'm I sorry, agree. Prog Rock. No, it's called Goblin. They're Prog Rock. Oh. I don't know what prog rock means, but they're called <laughs> Goblin. I thought, I thought there was a man named Prog Rock. <laughs> oh my god. Prog Rock Goblin. Okay, but that good is... job. Good job, Prog Rock. This was fantastic. Um, no, Goblin. Oh, Goblin. Yeah, good job. Good job, guys. This was really great. The, the music was honestly um, a 9 out of 10, I would say. Yeah, because if I, I was like, at some point, I was like scared. Mm-hmm. In any point at the film, it was like you could tell if you just took out your earphones. Sorry, I was wearing earphones while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. If you just like turned off the sound, it would not be as scary because mm-hmm. visually yeah. speaking, it's like ed- the editing. I would say is quite like drawn out, and there aren't very like quick scenes, which like like make it seem very rapid. It's not mm-hmm. like a crescendo in the editing. It's mm-hmm. very like long, and the the crescendo comes in the auditory um sense where all the like when it's building up to the uh, like the climax of the scene you can hear it through the um whatever like strings and like eerie where mm-hmm. it's like yeah very electric sounds totally. and then it like hits the point 
Mm-hmm. So if you don't have your earphones in, it's not that scary. Mm-hmm. For sure. I know, it's just like, it's insane to me that a movie, like, so, so visual, like, visually compelling, it's also, like, extremely, like, audio, or audio heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, just all, it, I think it's just a good mix of everything, I would say. Um, everything just matched really well together and it just really made sense. There really is no other way to describe it. I think you have to see it to kind of feel what they were trying to make you feel. And I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed that aspect. But yeah, the story goes on. Yeah, let's continue. Mm -hmm. Um, So Susie arrives at the academy and she... The academy. Mm -hmm. And she sees oh. a girl coming out. Yeah. Uh, just one one quick thing. I'm like, so this the school is in Germany, right? <laughs> yeah. Why are they all speaking Italian? That's my question. I think. Wait. No, I literally I read somewhere that um. It was like, a very multicultural cast. And therefore, mm. some of them spoke Italian, some of them spoke English, and some of them spoke um, German. Oh. And then they had to, they dubbed, okay, Jessica Harper, the Susie Banyan actress, mm-hmm. said that many of the actors spoke different languages during shooting, mostly Italian and German, mm-hmm. so it made it difficult communicating at times. However, the film would be dubbed into English for American release, so it wasn't an issue during filming. Oh. So yeah, it was, um, it was, um, do you remember the scene with, like, the professor who, like, do you notice that the words don't really match what the Mm -hmm. mouth is moving? Yeah. Yeah, because, um, it's, like, they dubbed it. Oh. Like, some characters weren't dubbed. Like, Susie wasn't dubbed. Oh, I um, see. But, yeah, I was like, mm, oh, no it's wonder. unsettling. Yeah, no. Yeah. The one, the version I watched was all in Italian. So, I guess you that's... Cool. Italian? Yeah! <laughs> what was yours in? Mine was entirely English. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I, wait, I assume you just watch Italian too. I watched I watched it on movie. Oh, I watched mine on lookmovie.ag. Good pirating website there. Oh my god. Yeah, so I yeah, some things didn't match up, but it I don't know. It it worked pretty well. I don't know. Wait, that's so weird because like um for me, Susie's was were entirely like correct and like some characters looked w- weird was that oh. opposite for you um well Susie looked like she was speaking the italian word so i was a little confused <laughs> oh my God. i was like everyone's speaking italian <laughs> in germany Oh my god, are you... I don't know, I might have to look back on it, but everything checked out to me, honestly. I was like, mm, looks right. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Wait, I need to see this. It's kind of a revelation. She's not saying Italian. It's dubbed. Is it? Well, I just did not. <laughs> I did not realize that. <laughs> Wait. So I just watched the Italian one for no reason. Oh my gosh. See, that's what I was confused. I was like, everyone's saying she's American, but she's speaking Italian. So what? What's with the mixed signals they're giving me right now? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Well, it was fine. I still understood everything because there were subtitles, but... I know, but still... That's interesting. Different viewing I think it, it adds to it. It adds to it. The it, eccentricity. Mm-hmm. Mm. I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed oh, it. I want to talk about the, the, the murder scene. The first one. Um, mm. Where the girl is at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the hotel is literally, I was like, the interior? Insane. Like, mm-hmm. it literally looks like it, it's straight out of a West Anderson. Yes, the you are so right. Salmon colors, like, the symmetrical decorations mm-hmm. and then like oh, sorry I'm, I'm looking at it on the um, computer mm-hmm. but yeah I, I would just looking through mm-hmm. the scene it's literally all down to um, all down to music and the actors like portrayal because nothing in the framing or the editing makes it seem scary you know what I mean Mm, yeah you're right I think yes you're I I think this one compared to the other sort of death scenes the other sort of like big horror moments was probably the one Mm -hmm. that shocked me the most it came sort of early and I it was kind of a lot at once and I don't know it shook me a little bit but also you know, considering the special effects aren't, you know, the most, like, realistic looking, I was, like, all right mm-hmm. with it. But at this point, I have to say, I was very confused. I was, like, I... Yeah. I, I, I was, like, what the hell mm-hmm. is she looking out the window for? Mm-hmm. Like, go. I know. I didn't understand the storyline until um, after the the man, the blind man with the dog got killed. I was like, oh, I see what's going on. They kind of explained it a little late. But it was, I liked, I will say, I really liked the mystery element of all of this. I think they really built up a lot of, like, these little clues, you know, little, you know, eccentric activities happening around the school. And you kind of piece together, like, oh, something's happening, something's not right, and they're going to figure it out. And yeah, that that scene it ends with her being hung from the ceiling. Yeah, it's just like blood dripping. That was insane. In the puddle. Honestly, the visuals of this are just something I've never seen in my life. Mm. I I thought about it and I'm like, <sighs> why the hell are the arms killing the girl so hairy? No offense, like they're like really hairy. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's very, it, it, yeah, you're right. That's a good question. Something, oh, I'm about to say something interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the girl falls through, um, like, sort of, like, stained glass? Uh-huh. I get religious connotations when I look at this because I'm thinking about the stained glass windows in churches. Mm-hmm. And like the um, existence of what's her name? Is it Helena Marcos, the um, the witch who haunts mm-hmm. the um, the school? Mm-hmm. And then I'm getting like I'm getting I'm getting links. <laughs> Get me? <laughs> what links? Elaborate. Like, Elaborate. What's on the word? It. What's the word? Uh, spiritual presences, mm. spirits. Mm, interesting. Mm. I like that interpretation. Something to mull about. I like mm. that interpretation. Yeah. In H M M M. Correct. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. Maybe it was just like a way to incorporate more color. Maybe I don't know. Blue and red. Just like just like from a very surface level aspect you know everything is saturated in color it was wild i i don't even know mm-hmm. it's probably the thing that hit me the most i was like wow like this really everything is everything is either blue or red um yeah he was what's his name argento was very inspired by walt disney's seven dwarves snow white and the seven dwarves oh really wanted to have a similar color palette really yeah oh very I- strong primary colors i only remember watching snow white and some doors like the original when i was like really really small so i forget the color palette but that's interesting i will check that out yeah it's very oh much- 
Also, just from looking at the director's picture, seems like he's play he plays that ugly butler guy. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. So good for him, I guess. Um Christ. He plays the ugly butler guy, so <laughs> That's what they call him. That's what they call him. The no, lady was like, Isn't no, he know, ugly? Okay, but yes, continue, continue. What goes on? Um, one thing I, I was, I'm just looking, skipping through the film. One thing that I was like, sort of like, sad that they didn't really continue to do was they really didn't focus on many of the other um, people at the ballet mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would have maybe helped build context and like, mm-hmm. make me a bit more attached to it because you're sort of only really uh, introduced to Susie and her friend who I've mm-hmm. already forgotten the name of. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the name? I forget her name too. We'll just call her a friend. Like, we all know who it is. Sarah, maybe. Sarah. Mm. Um, yeah. So I just felt that, the, yeah, like you said, it, it, I wasn't really grounded in like the um, setting of the play, and I felt I was sort of detached from most. Because in you can't just like in a ballet school, like we're supposed to be transported into there. And, mm-hmm. Like we should sort of feel like we're part of like the community, and I I felt like it sort of lacked that. Mm-hmm. I'm so. I have no reason to be like scrutinizing <laughs> this play, like, this movie. Um, but yeah, that's See, just what I felt. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I feel like I simultaneously felt super engulfed by all the color and just the experience the movie was trying to give me, but also the characters themselves were not given that much substance. So it's not like I could really like feel a part of their experience and be a part of their group you know so i feel on i feel you on that and also i think they they were a little bit surface level with most of the characters and that honestly just added a little bit to my confusion because i was confused for like a good good like half of this movie i would say because i i couldn't really keep track of what was going on i watched this over like two days and it just it oh, was a lot. Watched it over two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched it in one go. Mm. Yeah, it, it. How you go watch a horror movie over two days? It's a I, horror movie. It, I cut you it off. Forget what happened. I I did not forget. I cut it off in between <laughs> at a good moment, at a good break moment, right <laughs> after the guy with the dog got killed. Like you can like track when you should go to the bathroom in the cinema because like it's oh. a boring scene or something. Have you heard of it? No. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but I remember like I used to read BuzzFeed like articles, <laughs> and it was like, download this app if you like going to the cinema because like it tells you when you don't need to be watching the scene, and you can just go and oh. have like a quick three minute trip that's, to the bar. That's kind of interesting. You won't miss anything in this scene? Yeah, I just BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed is not a reliable source, though. Let me tell you that. Um, but the amount of quizzes I've taken on BuzzFeed. Damn, I, I spent I spent like a good half half of my you time in your eight. Love in the next year if you get this. <laughs> <laughs> what what One Direction boy are you? <laughs> Which one's your husband? Which cookie are you? What your, what, <laughs> which cookie are you? <laughs> what your shirt choice says about your favorite tea? Mmm. That's a good one. I would do that one. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering what's who's behind all these. Who's out here making? All- you know, they've opened it up, up a lot to like community contributors. Oh, really? Contributors? Yeah. Probably like twelve year olds. I was like bored when I like did Buzzfeed quizzes during the summer. I was like, why are there so many community ones? Like, have they given up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Buzzfeed. Okay. Lizzie, what do you think happened to Susie when remember when she walks past like the uh, the kitchen and she gets like really like headachey? Mm-hmm. The you kitchen. I was confused. I was like, "What is she just like?" I don't understand. She got headaches happened. quite a few times. I don't like. Oh, they they like they drugged her, um, to go to sleep. Yeah. Every night, uh-huh. but like, why did? But like, remember the first time when she's walking? I, if you want, I can show you mm-hmm. the first time when she's walking, like to the class, and she's like, 
she walks past there. Oh. Yeah, I remember this, but I... Oh! I didn't understand what it was. I think it's maybe it's just like a visual sort of thing. But yeah, it was cool. I don't know. I don't think there's a word for it. I think it's just like symbolizing. I think it was the catalyst to the rest of like otherwise she wouldn't. They wouldn't. She wouldn't have moved into the school. Mm Mhm. And she wouldn't have been able to be on special dietary restrictions so they like drugs her every night Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they wanted to get rid of her though and why they wanted her in the first place I know I the thing I didn't really understand was like why the school was why the teachers were (coughs) killing people I don't know Mm -hmm. like I I don't know maybe that's part of the mystery I guess you'll never know but they didn't really give, like, any precedent, and it was just all sort of happening at once. And I don't know. There's, oh, my God. There's a lot of Did random you know moments. Yeah. That, that, um, the screenwriter, Daria Nicolodi's grandmother, had a story like this, and apparently this, she had a story like this, and um, the director was inspired by her grandmother's story because she claimed that, she had fled from a German music academy because witchcraft was being secretly practiced there. Whoa. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't believe in magic, but these stories really intrigue me because I'm like, Do you believe in magic with a young girl's heart? But the music can feed them, it takes them apart, you know, it's magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think you should look into a career as a professional s- singstress. That's what you oh, should that's be. Oh, so sweet. I always wanted to be a singstress. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, that's actually kind of a wild story. I, I, these kind of like, what do you call them? Supernatural experiences. Oh, yeah. I'm doubtful of them. But also, like, I have watched so many YouTube videos, like, where they're, like, finding, like... Oh, my gosh. Remember BuzzFeed Unsolved? Unsolved. Remember that? There's, like, a whole year where they were, like, popping. And I would watch their videos, and I would actually kind of be convinced. Sup, everyone. It's Lindsay Editing here. We actually had some issues in this part because Zoom apparently set up this 40-minute time limit for Zoom meetings now. If you're not on Zoom Pro, very, very capitalist of them, very Jeff Bezos, um, very selfish, honestly. But yes, I edit out that part, and that's why it just kind of jumps to this whole other situation. But yeah, enjoy. But I have another fun fact that I can oh gosh, yes. spew out. I'd love to hear this fun fact. There is a scene quite disgusting of maggots in the roof, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it was uh, implying it was a human body? It probably was, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, in the wide shots where it was like falling on them, the mm-hmm. the people crewmate would throw rice at the people. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> having like maggots in your hair. Mm-hmm. I would. Uh, it 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 looked awful. Honestly, now that I'm thinking of it, I think that maggots scene when they opened up to like um the attic and all the maggots were there. That was worse than the hanging. That was worse. That was so bad. They were squirming. They were squiggling. I, I was. I'm not having it. I don't like maggots. I don't like any sort of insects bugs everything about them are awful they are awful and i don't want to see that ever and also, I, don't I don't i'm just a bit of a i just i just skipped forward in the movie mm-hmm. i don't understand why they were like trying to um build a romantic relationship with oh my gosh Susie and you are that right. dude when they didn't do anything about it i know her. i know so what's the point Maybe it was at... Just don't put it in. I know, right? 
maybe it was a, it maybe it was to add like a little fun fun thing to keep you going, you know, a little ship situation for the fans. <laughs> but that guy Not maybe. What was the point of him? Like, okay, exactly. Remember his no purpose. Remember the scene when she was getting mad dizzy when she was dancing and oh, yeah. the ballet teacher lady was like, "Hey, um you oh, yeah. you need to keep dancing." And the thing is, she's going like this. She was, like, really, really exhausted, tired, whatever. And the guy that they were trying to form this, like, love situation with literally did nothing about it. He just he just kept going. And I'm like, I don't know. No substance to this relationship. I don't know why they added it. Um, I don't know. But useless. I know. That guy, that guy really did not need to be in this. Um... Female protagonists on their own are okay, you know? Yeah. I think we've moved past the point. Um, moved past the need for men, period. Um, men are over, abolish men, um, except for Patrick. Patrick can stay. Um, that's it. That's it. Oh, and Ryan. Ryan can stay, too. And um, oh, Harry. Ryan. Ryan Gosling. Harry. Yeah, I know, I know, I um, know. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, Shia LaBeouf. Um, Robert Pattinson. Oh my gosh, Shia LaBeouf was um, married to the one of the ladies from the remake of Suspiria, Mia Goth. Oh, really? I did not know that. Uh, you know what? Little, small little tangent for like a minute, real quick. I think Shia Don't. LaBeouf is a fantastic actor i think he is he is amazing him and honey boy when i watched that i watched that like a while ago but that was that really i don't know i think it was the first movie that really got me like during the summer that really got me into watching more movies i was like wow this is fantastic amazing love everything about him giving me everything giving me life giving me love giving me giving me anger issues giving me intensity yes okay we can talk about suspiria again <laughs> we can get back to it but yes what part what part are we on i mean i was just i was talking about mark the mm-hmm. love interest not really because mm-hmm. i was just looking at the scene where they're all in the um dance hall because the maggots and like his hand like it was like mm-hmm. waving and this sort of disappears uh-huh. down the side of the um, uh-huh. sheet it's just funny to me but this scene i was like the scene was like so like i'm not gonna say boring but it was like really like like not happen not much happening <laughs> but like it's it's this scene like, if you don't remember um it's not much happening but it's so pretty mm-hmm. completely red and like this, the close-up scenes of the mm-hmm. two girls, mm-hmm. like so nice. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm. mm-hmm. I don't really like understand the reasoning for a very long scene. I know, I know. I honestly, I don't think I got most of the words that they said throughout <laughs> it. I just like know Italian. I just know it was intense. You know, Italian yeah. Italian added to it. I stand by my decision. Ask me to watch again, I'll watch it in Italian again. That guy, when he was getting eaten by that dog, he was like, oh. And every time they were on the phone, they were like, oh my gosh. In Italian, I learned a new word. When you call someone, instead of saying hola or hello, you say pronto. Pronto. Pronto, pronto, pronto. Pronto, pronto. Yeah. Tutto bene. I don't know what that meant. I don't know what that meant, but um, I just know Pronto now. And yeah. Oh, one thing that we sort of skipped over that girl, um, when she went into like the locker room and all the girls were together at first, like all the ballet people, and there's that one like kind of mean girl, I guess. Oh, the one who she roomed with? Yeah. I don't, I didn't really understand the point of her either. Nor did I. I completely did not understand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know like what she. I didn't really. We didn't really see her after that. She just kind of no, like. No, you didn't. That's why I was like, why don't? 
I thought we were gonna like get introduced to like a lot mm-hmm. more of the girls, but like mm-hmm. not maybe, really. Maybe like trying to build it more on the mystery, not the community sense. But I was mm-hmm. like, she's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, even if it is mystery, I don't understand why they had to, like, put her in. And she didn't really contribute that much to the story except, like, adding some sort of weird, like, what's the word for this? Kind of, like, intense, like, ooh, kind of, what do I call it? Yes, just tense. Tension. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, but... Later on, I honestly forget what happens in between the scenes. I really just have a hold on the big events. Um, yeah. Well, the next death is the... The piano teacher. The piano... The, the guy who plays the piano, who's also blind Damn, and has a guard yeah. dog. And just to give a little bit of context, basically, he gets fired from the ballet school. He... Honestly, because I think he quits. Yeah, his, his dog. Yeah. But the dog was um, uh, possessed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like. By the lady. Yes. He was like, my dog My dog is harmless. My dog would never. So in the <laughs> end, he leaves because he's mad that people are coming for his dog. And he ends up getting killed by his dog. Buy his dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I uh, that scene was also slightly shocking. I liked the imagery of it. He was just in this yeah. huge, like square in in the middle of the night. It was dark. There's no one around. The moon was shining somewhere in the middle, and all of a sudden, bop, just hits you. And they're going at it, the dog is going at it, and blood is spilling, that really fake-looking blood, and... Eh. I feel like this scene, um... It, it was definitely trying to, like, make us think that there were, like, sort of, like, ghosts and, like, spirits, right? hmm But I felt like it was, like... It didn't make me feel like there was some sort of, um ghost or spirit i just felt like it was his um since he's blind he's just very like mm-hmm. he's very attentive to his like auditory senses mm-hmm. like i was like i'm not really getting the i the feeling of the dog being like possessed by spirits mm-hmm. maybe it's because like it's a dog and I that mean, dog can't act but yeah I mean, about your spirit thing. Yeah, A, dogs can't act. B, I think the spirit thing they try to show through, like, the sounds. Like, there's, I just remember they're, like, these little, I wouldn't say screaming, but kind of, like, muffled, sort of. Oh, my God, also, big, big fun fact. Mm -hmm. Susperia means to sigh or be sighed. Or or sighed. Um, Or it possibly means whispered. And it has something to do with the difference in Italian and Spanish um, stemming from the Latin root. So that is, like, it's oh. also because it's, like, the main thing about the soundtrack is, like, it's, mm. it's like, whispering. It's, like, insane echoes, mm. yeah. menacing, ominous sounds. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good thing to know because I didn't search up the the meaning of Suspiria. So, I yes, that definitely ties into the sound of it all. And I sort of just guessed it was suspense. I was like, mm, okay, suspense. Mm-hmm. But then, like, mm, yeah, that's what I thought too. Sigh. That's like so interesting. So meta. Interesting. I don't think it's meta. No, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yes, moving on from the kill, they kind of go back to the school setting. Want to explain a little bit what goes um, on? Then the next, I really enjoyed the um, scenes where Susie and Sarah were in the swimming pool because it just mm. looked so nice. Mm. Like, Again, gave me three colors blue vibes. Literally, I was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when the pool scene is when everything started clicking for me. Because before all this, I was, a, yeah. I was a little confused. But then I was like, oh, 
I see. I see what's going on. And they kind of have this revel. I mean, her friend kind of has this revelation a little bit, yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, like I something something's going on," and you know, she's trying to get Sarah to like, I don't know, in into the loop as well. But mm. she's having her revelation, and I'm having my revelation. So you know, what was really weird for me mm-hmm. when um, when Susie's getting like drugs, and like she's I'm not getting drugs when she's like basically falling asleep mm-hmm. and like sarah's like wake up don't leave me alone because she thinks something bad's gonna happen mm-hmm. like originally um the room is like engulfed with like red and blue but now there's like hints of green and i'm like there hasn't really been green in the mm-hmm. rest of the film see so, like it's like there's like oh yeah i remember this and i was like i'm but i was like this is weird because I'm not used to seeing green in this film. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe is gonna happen. that signals. Yeah, that signals a change in tone, you know, just to interpret it that way. Um, you know, something, something's happening, something ominous is happening. And yes, uh, thanks for that imagery. That was very helpful. Um, sure. Um, yes. So, after this, Susie, I mean, Sarah, Sarah gets into a bit of an entanglement. Yes, she dies. And, uh, it's this whole, it's this whole sort of gruesome scene as well. Um, she's in this, like, she runs into, like, this corner of the attic i think and mm-hmm. um the door's closed but the killer's trying to get through the door and she's trying to get out and it's this whole like thing and she tries to crawl out of the window but then she falls into this pit of like um i want to say razor oh, wires water. yeah wires and she gets caught and she ends up dying and yes again not a very pleasant scene but we kind of saw this coming we saw this coming yeah Mm -hmm. so that's a third death and that's when Susie starts to she wakes up the next morning and she starts investigating Sarah's disappearance and she starts putting the pieces together she's like oh something's not right Sarah Sarah tried to tell her the other night but since she was like all drugged up she she didn't understand she didn't get any of it um but now she's like oh something's definitely up there's been three of these deaths that have been linked to the school and Mm. you know I she's trying to figure this out for herself and she goes she contacts Sarah's friend slash former psychiatrist um his name was Frank um, and that's when he tells a story about the witch. Wanna, wanna elaborate oh, on that? Yeah. So, basically, the witch, like, Helena Marcos, mm-hmm. sort of uses this, um, this ballet academy as, like, a front. And, um, what's her name? Susie is talking to, like, Frank and like another um, person, I don't mm-hmm. remember his name, like a professor or something, mm-hmm. about like the fact that I don't know. He says like he thinks that magic and like witches is a part of mental illness, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was a little bit, I, I did not really fully follow this part, to be completely honest. I was just, no, I was super engulfed in this one shot where it was, like, of her and the psychiatrist talking. And then it kind of zoomed into the background of this, like, reflection of them talking. Gosh. That was very interesting to me. I really enjoyed that. I don't know. That yeah. is something that really stuck with me. But it's, again, I've used this word so many times. Let me search up synonyms for ominous. That's how I would describe this film. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very sinister. It, it's like, it It just keeps, it, I don't know. It's a sinister story. Susie's like, 
I don't know. It, she listens to the story and she's like, oh, yeah. Oh. Something's, oh. something's going on. Something is going on. Something is not right. And I am going to figure this out for myself. Um, so she goes back to school and she realizes that everyone has left to attend the Bolshoi Ballet without her. And okay, she gets attacked by a bat in a bathroom. And she ends up killing the bat. That's another part. And also, Mm -hmm. she never smokes in every other part of the film, but she smokes here after Sarah's died, which Sarah did. Mm -hmm. So I was like, nice little tribute to Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Continue with the bat. Okay, the bat part also um, didn't really click for me with other things. I I don't know. She just like... She killed it. She attacked the bat, too. No, I know. I don't really... It wasn't, like... I didn't really gain a huge sense of character development. Like, it could have been, like, oh, Sarah... Oh, sorry. Sarah is, like, killing a bat. She's ready to face, like, the um, the horrors. But I didn't get that sense. Like, I, Yeah. Like, me neither. There was no shift for me. I think there were a lot of individual moments in this film that just didn't really click well with each other Mm -hmm. like you like obviously understand that the move the story is moving linearly but also there's just these huge like moments that kind of don't feel I don't know they don't really feel fluid I would say so I was definitely Mm -hmm. a little bit surprised by this one but also your point about it being like she's ready whatever that also makes sense tested like every like twice a week I think so I don't know I think that's kind of wild that's kind of wild but I guess we should wrap this we can wrap this up real quick so you can go find out more about what's going on at your school remember okay another keyword for your um syncing up oh yes audios doink okay perfect doink okay um so yeah so Susie she figures out, she remembers the stuff that she heard from the girl mm-hmm. who left the day she arrived. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, the iris is turn the blue one. Turn the blue one in the Madame mm-hmm. whatever Blanc's office. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like she finds them having a, like a secret meeting where mm-hmm. she's like, get rid of the American mm-hmm. girl, kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, oh my God, that horrible image of Sarah's body. Oh my gosh, that was so awful. It was it was like the nails. It was the it was the pins in her eyes, and it was the nails. Yeah, yeah, in her joints. Um, Susie kills a ghost. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she went. 
I really thought she was gonna get killed, but she didn't. You know what? I yeah. really I really enjoyed the ending. That's what I'll say. But yeah, yeah the the iris, the part where she realizes why um the girl who fled from the school on the first day she arrived, um, she heard the words iris and secret and she finally figured out and it was this big aha moment when she found the door and she went in mm-hmm. and that whole meeting happened. But yes, basically what what Emma don't said. trust no beach. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that's just that's what happens. And it kinda ends with mm-hmm. her fleeing out of the building. Yeah, which but then I, I was like, what happened to the rest of the people? Then I remember that they're at the ballet, mm-hmm. so it's fine. And it's, like, on fire. So she and Mark can have their amazing, lovely oh, oh. Um, <laughs> relationship. Mark. Uh, Mark. I can't. I can't with Mark. But, yeah, that's just how it ends. It's on fire. What's and she's, your out of five? My out of five? I would say three and a half. I went for a four because I just thought the visuals and the audio were stunning. Mm-hmm. See, I totally feel you on that, but my taste in movies is, I think, I don't know. I, I just don't think this is something that's really going to hit me. I feel like I, I just really enjoy movies that are mad, like, emotional, I would say, mm. that kind of give me, give me a lot. And I just like kind of like war movies. Warm you movies like that war movies? No, warm. Warm oh. movies. <laughs> warm movies are great too. I love Narnia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it I I can appreciate a lot of things about this movie. That's what I'll say. Same. There are so yeah. many things to appreciate about it. But also I think just being living in the age that I live in now, um, I don't know. I have I have a specific type of movies that I know I enjoy more than others. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. Fair either. enough. Fair enough. It's not a bad yeah. movie at all. It's very good. It's much better than I thought. I don't like horror movies, period. But this was, like, honestly, probably one of the best horror movies I've watched. Given, mm-hmm. given that I haven't watched a lot. This is better than Midsummer, at least. Oh my god, I couldn't, I couldn't watch the entire scene in Midsummer. <laughs> I think I told you I watched all. Bro, Midsummer, it was a lot. It was a lot. When it hit, yeah. it hit. It went, and that old guy plopped off that rock, like, <laughs> and I was just watching it. I was like, I didn't think it was going to be crazy like that. I didn't know it was horror when I first started watching it. What? You didn't know? I didn't know. I didn't, know. I didn't search it up. I just knew, I just knew the name of the movie, played it. I was like, oh, it's gonna be fine. They're, be, they're on the Swedish the farm. It's her in like te- in anguish and tears. Well, it hit me. It hit me, and I was like, oh, this is what's going on. But yeah, that that movie is wild. This movie is wild. I I appreciate that you showed me this, that you recommended this, because I don't think I would have mm-hmm. gotten out of my con- comfort zone, and I want to go out of my comfort zone when watching nice. new things. So I appreciate this. Um, I'm glad we did this. I'm yes. so glad we did this, Lindsay. Facts. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. The most amazing time of my life. I Thank you. Thank you for today. Um, I, I've wrapped up my thoughts on this, honestly. The time of my life. Wait, what did you just say? I've wrapped up my thoughts on this. Yeah, no, so have I. I'm done. Okay. Um, I guess have um, have a wonderful, a wonderful day, listeners. Yes. We ha- absolutely yes. love you. We love you. Yeah. Let's just thank you for listening. I know, I know we can get kind of passionate. We, you know, some of you guys at this point, I know you might have tuned out, but that's okay. We love bringing this content to you. We love our fans, and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and we kind of went off with this. It's been an hour and five minutes. Oh, here's an here's an announcement. Um, I think I've decided what movie I want to talk about oh, next week. Yeah. Um, one of my all-time favorite Drum movies. Please. Mm-hmm. Marriage Story. Marriage Story, directed okay, by okay, Noah Baumbach. Because okay. I haven't seen it. I I think you will really enjoy it. I think it is one of my favorite movies of all time honestly i've watched it twice and it's already my favorite it's everything about it i'm shuffling Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Yes. Speak your truth. But that movie, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy it. I know you, I, I feel like you'll enjoy it. But yes, mm-hmm. have have a good day. I hope I hope that COVID stuff kind of works out for y'all, because um, that doesn't sound great. You know, once you have two, who knows who has it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Anyways, okay. Peace out. I'm gonna have class soon, unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm.